to episode 87 of Open Your Toys Cast. I am Slick McFavorite. And I am Mrs. McFavorite. This is the podcast dedicated to the four greatest action figure franchises of the 80s and all time. And all time. And those are? Oh, you want me to answer? Uh, they're Star Wars and <laughs> G.I. Joe. Oh, sorry, I was trying to be funny and it, it's it not working. Funny. No, not really. It's Star Wars, G.I. <laughs> Joe, Transformers, and Masters of the Universe. Yeah, but we're not going to be talking too many toys tonight because this is our second annual Denver Comic Con cast. Cast, Yay. cast. Not and, nearly as exciting as last year's because we weren't holed up on a table. Yeah, actually recording at the show. Yeah. But at least we won't have to stop every 10 minutes as somebody comes up and tries to talk to us. Makes editing a lot easier. Yeah, that's for sure. I had fun <laughs> last year doing that, though. Yeah, it, it, we had a really good time at, a, at our table. But uh, this year we got offered one and... Um, they really emphasize that you have to be at your, you should be at your table 24 seven. And, uh, last year we, we only did a couple panels, but you know, we weren't at our table the entire time. Yeah. Um, so we, we declined a table, but we did get press passes this year so we could cover the con as con goers. Yeah. And it was amazing. It was a lot of fun. Um, but uh, we're getting ahead of ourselves. We are a husband-wife team oh, yeah. that normally talk toys, but tonight we're talking con. Con, Denver Con, Denver Comic Con. DCC. Yo. 2013. Oh, look at you. <laughs> Uh, Mrs. McFavor, if they would like to kick it with us, how can they do that? <laughs> you could follow our blog on OpenYourToys.com. And you can leave comments there. And you can leave comments, too. And I'll reply to them. He does. He, like, he even, like, replies directly to you and, like, says, thanks, Oh, you damn it it's late so <laughs> so let's put a precursor on this cast it is it is always it's, late it's relatively late for for a work night and that's probably the key word in that sentence is work night so we're gonna we're gonna try to keep this on track not a lot of tangenting we're gonna cover the con Tell you about the great time we had and try to not piss off a grumpy Mrs. McFavor. <laughs> Tired Mrs. McFavor. I'm not grumpy. Hey, that's yet. that is the equivalent. That is a synonym. Grumpy. I'm just gonna and get tired. grumpy if I can't figure out words. Words just don't come to me anymore. They're just like mm. Yeah, I recorded uh I recorded um Oh, we're with, tangenting already. With no, I recorded <laughs> it. I recorded with Josh on uh, Points of Interest Podcast Network. His staying off topic. Um, he covered Denver Comic Con as well, and we actually hung out together for uh, at least a portion of the con. And uh, and that's how it was with me because I had to wait. I waited until you guys went to bed, and man, work night. Few shots in. I was just I stumbling trying to find words we made up a few words during the cast so <laughs> i'll be posting about that uh on the twitters and the facebooks uh if you want to listen to that podcast um let's see you can subscribe to our rss feed 
You can subscribe to us through iTunes. And we are also on Stitcher Smart Radio, the smart way to listen to radio. I just like the word Stitcher. just sounds cool. Anyway, yeah. uh, you can drop Slick a line at slick at openyourtoys.com. And Mrs. McFavorite is at Mrs. McFavorite at openyourtoys.com. So original. <laughs> You can follow Slick on the on the tweeters at Slick McFavorite. <laughs> you can follow Mrs. McFavorite at Mrs. McFavorite. I, my problem is, is that I'm trying to be funny and I just don't have anything funny. Well, it's this is this is not just executing the kick well. it with us part. You'll you'll kick in some funny stuff. I'm trying to be snarky hopefully. and it's just not working. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can friend Slick at facebook.com slash this is open your toys. Oh my God. I was so hoping you would just get it right and I'd be like, you got it right. No. Yes, it's at facebook.com slash open your toys. Or you can like the show on facebook.com slash open your toys cast. Booyah. Bitch. <laughs> and then Mrs. McFavorite does have a personal Facebook page. It's Jessica Spiller with one S. And of course, all of these links are in our fabulous, ultra elegant show notes. Well put together and thought out show notes. <laughs> and then the way we love to hear from you. And this number is going to be very important for the end of the show. Oh. Well, all of these methods are actually going to be very important for the end of the show. So if you weren't listening, rewind. Listen or, to the tangent about Points of Interest podcast. <laughs> and uh, uh, contact us via one of those methods or our voicemail, which is 720-235-TOYS. That's 720-235-8697. Long distance charges may apply. Yeah. But we don't charge. Uh, it's only two ninety nine for the first minute, and then a dollar for every minute after that. So we're cheaper than most eight hundred numbers. <laughs> no, of course it is absolutely free if you have a cell phone. Uh, if you're calling from your parents' phone, yeah, long distance charges will apply. I'm on a boat, motherfucker. You know what? I didn't get my beer, so why don't you tell them you what? Did. Oh. I didn't get my beer that I've been saving for this cast since Friday. Like, <laughs> you didn't get your beer because I got your beer. <laughs> Why don't you tell them what you're drinking, Mrs. McFavorite? Uh, it's exciting, man. Let me tell you. It's, it's new. It's improved. It's Blue Moon. So it's not so new and it's not so improved. <clears throat> but it's Blue Moon. Belgian white, Belgian style, we ale. From the Blue Moon Brewing Company, which is also, if anybody didn't know this, is a, a Coors product. Yeah. Which made me a little sad, but I still like it. Yeah. <laughs> so I there's think... your... Although Coors does have a higher alcohol content than other beers. That's it? Yeah. Hmm. That's, why, that's why Brian drank it. Oh, really? He's like, it's got a higher alcohol content than like butt wiper and. Of course, leave it to him. And then what he moved to, what ice was he drinking? Was it Keystone Ice? Oh, he started getting in, getting into some cheap ass ice beer. Anyways, uh, can you kick up the light, Miss McFavorite? Okay. This is a, uh, 
the writing on here is very small. But yeah, so uh, like we mentioned, we were supposedly supposedly <laughs> going to record this oh the week. speaking of supposedly supposedly uh-huh i hear so many people say supposedly now <laughs> and the one that got me was when my dad was trying to like tell this one doctor off and he said supposedly and i was like that's not getting me anywhere <laughs> so sorry our our chihuahua was licking the uh, baby monitor for some reason. <laughs> Maybe uh, she heard a little whimper from Baby McFavorite. Um, so yeah. yeah, supposedly. Supposedly, uh, John Solo dropped me a note about that. <laughs> he hit me up. It, I think he. Uh, oh, he finally liked the show on Facebook. Oh, so. Um, but like I say, we were going to record this weekend and, and we had a few hiccups, so we never got to do that. That's why we're recording on a work night. Um, but I bought one of the best sampler packs I've ever had. And I'm, I'm not a huge fan of Shinerbach. I mean, it's good. Um, but their sampler pack was Amazing. It was it. Mean, I liked almost all of them. Yeah, and I was surprised. I was really afraid to get it because I was like, "Heesh!" I mean, there was. They weren't. They weren't fantastic, but they were good. They were drinkable. Yeah, and the one that I I was like, "Oh God, she's not going to like this." It was a black <laughs> lager. It was. It was right up her alley. Yeah, he's like, "You're not going to like this. Just, just think of like toast. What did you say, toasted oats or yeah, something?" Yeah, it was. It was like uh, toasted hops. I think it said yeah. it was. And I was all, "It tastes like coffee." He's like, "Oh yeah, that, there that's it is." Why I didn't <laughs> like it, but uh, I saved. I saved the best one for the cast. Um, this is a Shiner's 101 Czech style Pilsner. Uh, this is Brewer's Pride Craft Beer Number Four, a Bohemian Classic. It says, "Check it out." Ah. Oh, it's <laughs> that one. That's <laughs> so. <laughs> so uh, it says this small batch brew is number four in our limited edition Brewer Pride craft beer series originally brewed for our 101st anniversary is backed by popular demand. The Czech style Pilsner is made with only barley, hops, water and yeast. Contrary to what you would think, brewing with fewer ingredients is actually harder. But at Shiner, old world recipes practically run through our vein. Prosit. Is that how you your dad I, says that? It's like the it's like the oh no, that he says the German dad, cheers, not the Czech cheers. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't know where my dad would pull Russian out of his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Very, very far away from Germany. <laughs> so, uh, Shiner is uh, in Texas. It's actually in Shiner, Texas. Um, and it's by Spotzel Brewery. And like I said, the entire 12 pack was amazing, but I'm a big Pills fan and I'm a big Czech style Pills fan. And this was really good. Nice and dry, good taste to it, not overpowering. So I definitely recommend it. If you can find that Shinerbach uh, 12 pack, pick it up. All right, Mrs. McFavorite. So first up, before we get into Denver Comic Con, we've got some exciting news. And I and I 
think we mentioned it before, but uh, we are going to San Diego Comic-Con. So after a year off, we are going to get right back up on that horse and oh, stand in line. It's a mighty big horse this year. I know. It, it, God, I've... this con seemed daunting. And this was like nothing compared to... I know. <laughs> Who knows? I, I've been kind of kicking it around. I'm like, maybe we won't go every year, you know? Because it does. It sucks up It sucks up a whole vacation now. And now you only have a couple weeks vacation. <laughs> yeah, I had to start all over again. <laughs> yeah. So the last few years, uh, Mrs. McFavorite has had a heck of a lot. She's almost had double what I had for vacation. So she'd take days off, she'd take the week of Thanksgiving off, you know, and shit like that. But now our roles are reversed. I have double what Miss McFavorite has. I know, and I got I got four and a half years. I know. That is so crazy. It's five years is your first bump to three weeks. Yeah, that's what it that's what Oppenheimer was too. Oh really? I yeah. thought you had four weeks at Oppenheimer. <laughs> Oh, okay. So you weren't that, but you were only, well, we were the same last year. Yeah. But I guess every year before that. But anyways. Oh, no, it was four balls. Yeah, it was four weeks. Uh, all I right, only... moving on. <laughs> but we're going to Denver Comic Con, and what's nice is we're actually going to be uh, arriving a day early. I mean, a night early. And then we're going to be staying an extra day. We're going to be just kicking it on Monday, even though we fly out first thing Tuesday. So we this year we actually get to figure out something to do outside of the con. It's amazing. I know. It's weird. Yeah. If you've never been to a San Diego Comic-Con, it is pretty much 8 to midnight every single day. I mean, if you're doing masquerade balls or they, you know, they do movies all kinds of stuff so yeah and then of course we have all of our traditions we have our different restaurants that we always want to go to we do the we do the he-man.org fan gathering we're actually gonna hang out with george and aileen this year i'm hoping so it's never us they have a very busy schedule too yeah and i just don't you know I don't want to be like, oh, that sounds fun. Can we go? You know, I figure, <laughs> I figure if they've got space, they'll invite us. Yeah. You know, so that's the biggest thing too. Is it's hard as shit to get into restaurants in the gas lamp district after the con with large parties. You know, yeah. You you roll well, up with eight people, you're gonna be waiting an hour and a half for a table. Yeah. Well, it's hard getting anywhere near restaurants in the gas lamp, <laughs> gas lamp district just because if the if people aren't waiting to get into restaurants, people are just there. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just as bad walking around downtown as it is the convention itself. Stupid Bennigan's closing. I know. No wait time. Just walk right up to the bar. Yeah. What was God, I could never. What was Dan's? Was he McLovin? No. No, that was... Uh, Whitaker. Whitaker. I can't remember what Dan's was. But anyways, our friend Dan is... He has a very good reason. His dad does a literary tour. It's it's something something to do I, with literature. He's, he's a college he professor at the University of New Mexico. And he does something with literature for uh, for a week... Oh, it's like a walking tour or something like that of I Ireland. 
And so oh, yeah. Shay's going to go check out some of his heritage. So he's not going to be with us. And then Kinga isn't going to be there either. She's she has she's going up to the woods with some of her friends. Um, so it's just going to be me, you, and Mark. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be debaucherous. <laughs> Kinga kept us in line for the most part. <laughs> No, I'll be keeping us in line because I have to stay relatively sober. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. I was going to say you're going to be doing homework, but you're not going to be doing homework. No. Why, why do you have to stay relatively Mommy sober? Duties. Oh, yeah. Pumping, unfortunately. So. Did you not want me to say that? <laughs> yeah. Well, cat's out of the bag. <laughs> All right, we're we're tangenting. Moving yeah, on. Sorry, but uh, so wow. we'll be going to San Diego Comic Con. We'll be <laughs> reporting. I'll be live blogging from all your favorite toy panels. Um, I am going to try so hard to be so much better with posting stuff, taking pictures. I'll hopefully have my new S4 by then, so I'll be able to to do things quicker and faster and have a bigger, nicer screen. So. Um, if not, I have a feeling that he'll be using my phone. <laughs> Maybe I'll let him. <laughs> you want to kill the upper light. Oh, I forgot about that. No worries. I thought that it kind of sucked that I could see you. <laughs> well, it was all the harsh light on your face, like all the sharp, <laughs> ugly angles. I know. There we go. Much better. It's been a long day. <laughs> um, but stay tuned to the end of the show. We've got an amazing announcement in regards to San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, friends of the show that's been listening to us for uh, at least two years now since we didn't go last year may know what that announcement is, but we're going to touch on that at the end. So, <laughs> what the show is all about, Denver Comic-Con 2013. Teen. Um, so if you don't know, I know we talked about it on last year's con, but uh, this is a volunteer only con. The organization that, that actually puts the con on is an organization called Comic Book Classroom. Uh, and, and basically, they're all volunteers. So this con is a, a not-for-profit con. And so is San Diego Comic-Con and stuff like that. But they have a full-time staff and that kind of stuff. You know, um, these guys are all volunteers giving up their free time. They all have day jobs. And uh, what Comic Book Classroom, or CBC, is, is it's a non-profit literacy and arts after-school program currently designed for children in grades 5 through 8. As a state standards-based curriculum, the program offers students not only a fun activity to do, but solid educational engagement in their after-school time. And if you don't realize I'm reading this, and there's a couple more paragraphs here. Students in our program undergo six-week instruction in reading, writing stories, and eventually creating their own comics, which are then published in a class collection. CBC graduates are subsequently invited to participate in Denver Comic Con as guests to create sketches and or sell their work. That's cool. I did, God, it I should have read that before the show. That might yeah, have helped. That 
would have been nice. <laughs> Currently, everyone in DCC and CBC, from con organizers to curriculum developers, are all volunteers and proceeds from Denver Comic Con go to the funding of Comic Book Classroom and the furthering of our, edu- of our educational goals. The massive success of Denver Comic-Con 2012 earned enough money to allow CBC to greatly expand its mission. So this year, it should be a landslide (laughs) windfall. Like, this should be sprouting out all over the country. Um, So the complaints about lines and everything, I'll take that. Yeah, exactly. It's It's all for a good cause. Yeah, exactly. It is. It's all for a good cause. And, uh, and, and Josh and I were touched on this, uh, quite a bit. Cause that was the biggest debacle was the line Friday night was really bad. And then it, and then the early we- parts of Saturday and Sunday yeah. were, were bad. Um, but, uh, it's a con you, you wait in long lines, you know? Yeah. Um, the worst thing about Friday was they had to turn away about 6,000 people. They estimate. That's pretty crazy. See, that shit's crazy. Yeah. I mean, and, and now knowing that they're volunteers, I would be like, it's quitting time folks. (laughs) (laughs) If I was getting paid for it, I'd be like, overtime, keep them coming. (laughs) Exactly. Um, we did do some guerrilla recording during the show. Um, of course, not nearly as much as we want. We would love to not actually have to record too much after the show. I would love to not actually have to record too much after the show. <laughs> but uh, we just... The problem is, is so we'll talk about lines, and and this is what we're hoping to do at uh, Denver or at San Diego is there. You know, you've got two hours to three hours in lines for some of the bigger panels and stuff like that. So we'll, we'll definitely get some guerrilla recording in there. Um, the amazing thing about our media passes is it really opened up a great door. Um, so, so the first great door was when we showed up on Friday and there was a line wrapped almost completely around a full city block. And we're not talking about a small city block, a, a full downtown city, city block, block yeah. which isn't a fucking around city block. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, so we had until six o'clock to pick up our badges and, and it was like five forty-five. So I was like, just drop me off. Let's not worry about parking. We had baby McFavorite with us on Friday night. Same thing we did with Starfest. We yeah. brought her along and uh so i walked up to a door and i said hey i'm press i had my confirmation letter security guards like way right there i'm gonna run around here and i'm gonna get this door for you and i mean he meant it he like hustled and <laughs> opened the door for me he's like go right on in i'm like where do i go and he's like oh you'll just need to go down the stairs and down there i mean just throngs of people everywhere get to the media badge pickup second in line yeah it was so nice and you hear all these all these people like who the fuck is that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so i mean we truly are blessed i mean it yeah. it was amazing um the the greatest thing about our badges is it led us into doors that the general public couldn't get in 
Like, uh, yeah, they had to go out of their way. That was some bullshit. Yeah, I thought that was a little. And they changed it by the end of the weekend to their to their credit. But uh, so there's a smoking section. You can go out those doors no problem. But on the first couple days, when you tried to get back in, you couldn't. You'd have to go all the way around again. We're talking about three fourths the city block, you know. Yeah. Or well, now we're just talking about one side of the block. Yeah, you're. But yeah, you would. The those doors were on one corner. Yeah. Um, which is where the smoking area was, and where were the doors? Was it? It was the opposite corner. It was on the opposite corner. I oh, good. I thought it was around the corner and down like by no, those stairs. No, it was just down the one side, but uh, still. No, that's still pretty goddamn butt. far because yeah. you have to walk past the bear and everything. Exactly. Yeah, that's some bullshit. And so, and then, uh, and then we didn't know this, uh, the first day uh, that Friday that we went through, um, there was a huge line for the dealer room. Um, something that pissed Miss McFavorite off was... Oh, this was stupid. This was just dumb. They they don't check your... Okay, so, the, you know, all of these great gatherings and everything, um, ever since the, the Boston bombing and all, everything else, they're, they're checking bags and things like that or asking you not to bring big bags and whatnot. Um, they decided that they weren't going to check your bags at the door. They're just going to check your bags at the exhibit hall door. So if you were a bad guy, just don't go to the exhibit hall. I mean, really? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. I that mean, was dumb. That was the dumbest thing. I mean, you're gonna, people are going to be standing in line anyway. Check their bags just like any park does, TSA, anything like that. Fucking check the bag as you're checking their or getting their ticket. Boom, done. Why would you why why would you let them walk around the entire con and then and then check their bags at the exhibit hall? Yeah, that the, doesn't make sense. The only thing I can think of is it's the largest uh, gathering of people in one area. Like, I mean, and to think horribly, if you were to set a bomb off, you would want to do it in the zip exhibit hall it's the densest population it's all it's also the most capitalist area of the entire con but i agree i i think it's ridiculous if you're going to check bags check them going in you know because yeah. there's still there's panels with you know that have a thousand people in them you yeah know? that's like the a Will very Wheaton panel that we're going to talk about later there yeah. was how big was that hall? I don't know. That's I wish I wish we'd have numbers. Yeah. But um I mean it, it was large. It wasn't I mean it it was maybe comparative to the fifth or sixth largest hall at yeah. at at San Diego, don't you think? If that even. Yeah, it was yeah, maybe ballroom twenty. No. No, not even. No, close. it was A and B. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um, so, uh, so yeah, that that was kind of upsetting. But what we didn't even know is we could have just shown our badge and gone in the exit doors, which we learned we could eventually do that. Um, but uh, the dealer room was nice; it was nice and big. It was it was a little narrow, considering they had so much extra space towards the back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I. 
would think if you had just condensed the food court a little bit more, move the autographs a little bit close. I mean, I think they wanted to, they basically wanted to give big spaces between the autograph area. Yeah. And I, I think, I think the autograph area, considering that it wasn't, I, the, the entire time that I was there, I never saw a line for one. And I mean, there was like uh, maybe fifteen people. Yeah, I mean, there that was, was the nothing, biggest line. Yeah, so I think it like might, that might have been over- or San Diego. Or yeah, anything. yeah, that might have been a little oversized. But I like the idea of having, even though we weren't in the food court hardly mm-hmm. at all. Um, I think the food court being that big and open, it's. I think that was kind of a nice reprieve. You don't want to try to eat all cramped yeah and and so. what you were mentioning is like celebration yeah and we didn't eat here um but uh we did eat at celebration and it was nice to just kind of get away from all the hustle and bustle and there wasn't a lot of foot traffic and it was kind of quiet yeah yeah like the, it were... being quiet was definitely nice you yeah. know so if, if you are that person you know we always take food with us to cons but uh if you do eat in a food court you would appreciate um, it being kind of set away from everything. Um, but besides that, yeah, the dealer room was awesome. Even on Friday, it was a little cramped. Um, but again, we also had a stroller, but we have a, a very... Awesome stroller. Oh, my God. It is so cool. Her uh, uh, grandparents, McFavorite, <laughs> Grandma and Grandpa McFavorite, uh Found it at at a Goodwill at an Ark at an Ark, yeah, and uh, and it's just this little tiny thing. It's like a bucket seat almost. It's, it's kind of hard to describe. It's a backpack on wheels. is yeah, what it is. Is because that's exactly what it turns into. It's a stroller, and it actually has a back. It has backpack straps, straps. in the front that you just fold the handle down. Um, and it turns into a backpack. And then the third thing, it's a triple, it's a triple changer. (laughs) Um, and then the other thing is, is that it can be, it could be like a, a high chair, a traveling high chair. So, you know, you could set her up at a table and it would be fine. Yeah. You just drop the handle again and it uh we got bunches of comments on it at Starfest. people were parents pushing parents. big ass strollers yeah. were like oh my god that's the greatest little stroller i'm like yep although that's- at um i did hear one guy and he didn't look like a parent but you you never know uh, he was like, that was the coolest stroller I'd ever seen. I was all, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's mine. <laughs> so uh, we, uh, what was cool about the dealer room this year is Comic-Con, for one, the con was, um, the con was, it seemed like it was about five times larger. I mean, the amount of meeting rooms they had. The dealer room probably seemed, I would say, twice as large at least. Oh, yeah. We couldn't even tell where it was that we were. Yeah, because they changed changed the configuration. We were in like a bigger... Because where we were, like I say, I think we were on that other side of the partition where we were talking about. Yeah. I don't think that part goes all the way back like this one did where the food court was. Yeah. So, because like I say, last year, yeah. (laughs) 
Well, and it was one of those, or you know, I was like, we were by the food and the bathrooms. So he's like, well, there's the bathrooms, but there's no food. I was like, we were between two solid walls. <laughs> yeah, and there was a partition. Um, so um, what was really cool is we got to see there were some national dealers there. So Stylin was there, which I still have hard time buying. $25, 20 t-shirts i just can't bring myself they to weren't do there it. last year oh no they weren't there last no year. that no we didn't have hardly any national dealers there last year and then one of the coolest things for me at least was uh i've always called it toy but i guess it's actually twink i think i heard him pronounce it once oh um, that's not how really yeah i read it i I, you I read it like, toyandk.com? Oh, no, I read it as Toink. I was oh, like, did you? Oh, I was sweet. like, oh, that's clever. <laughs> so uh, they're one of my favorite stores. They have some amazing deals on stuff. They do a, a, I forget what they call it, but like a barn burner of the week. And, uh, and they were there. So it was cool. I got to see some Japanese Transformers that I usually only get to see at BotCon. Um, cause we don't do a lot of the dealer area at San Diego comic con. We just don't ever have time between the exclusives and, and doing the, yeah. the cooler exhibit areas of the con, that yeah. kind of thing. I spend, I spend a good hour or two at a sideshow. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh well, that's one of my favorite booths that's like, too. That's easily to 150 that pictures. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it was cool to see some uh, Japanese transformers. They had some third party stuff. They had the, uh, uh, the, uh, the project Uranus was there. Um, at least all the ones that were out currently. So that was cool to see them get that kind of national exposure and starting to get some of those bigger dealers coming. Um, but the coolest part of the dealer room was they had a Wreck-It Ralph cabinet there. It was fucking awesome. And I... Um I follow One Up, which uh -huh. is uh, I should follow them. And uh, they had posted a picture of here. it Thursday night, I think it was oh, Wednesday really? or Thursday, and it was just sitting in the middle. It was obviously it was before not, they yeah set when they were up. setting everything up, and it was just like somebody left a Wreck It Ralph here. Were you the one that told me they had it? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, I don't even know how I knew that they had it to look for it. More evidence of the fact that this man does not listen to me. <laughs> hey, I obviously listened to you. I knew it was there. He doesn't. He, do not listen to the words that are coming out of my mouth. <laughs> my mouth. I listen to you. I just don't hear you. Oh, that's right. <laughs> you don't hear him, Jimmy. Um, what was really cool, and you'll see this in the pictures that we'll have on our post, is there was an awesome Wreck-It Ralph right by the game. She just happened. No, it, it was a Fix-It Felix. I mean, yeah, sorry. Sorry, a fix-it Felix. Um, she just happened she to be... just happened to be... It was a girl. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, she just Sorry. happened to be texting. Um, and, and I'm like, oh my God, can I get a picture of you? And the picture's not the greatest because I'll give you a forewarning. I, got, I purchased my first DSLR. And my pictures didn't turn out very well. They turned out. A, they turned out 
And mine are pretty good for when I'm trying. So yeah. they looked like my pictures. <laughs> <laughs> but they were still amazing because they were on a, an amazing camera. Yeah, exactly. So um, so that was awesome. The game wasn't that fun. It, it, I mean, there was one, there was a feeling of being rushed. There was a line to play it. Yeah. Um, but one of the most annoying things to me, it was, just wasn't fun. You, you, you didn't have to pay for it. So it was just like, eh. yeah, well, the problem <laughs> was, is you couldn't move left and right, um, freely. So if you picture a game, like picture any old retro arcade game, like, uh, the original Mario brothers, stuff like that. When you press right, you run right. When you press left, you run left. This was more like a a pad game where you had if you press left you moved one window over and then you had to press left and move one window over like you couldn't just run across the ledges and stuff like that and it took me a while to get that and then and then mrs mcfavorite was trying to play and i was trying to explain to her how to play it she was like just shut shut up up." (laughs) and i die he's like well you were I'm like, because you wouldn't shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's just like Grey's Anatomy. Shut up. I know what I'm doing. Just shut up. <laughs> I may not know. I may not have known what I was doing, but shut up. <laughs> so, but that was fun. That's, I mean, that's a, a it was, bucket It was the fact that we got thing. to play for it. Play it, you Yeah, know? exactly. So, yeah. Well, of course, you know, it's going to be at, at San Diego Comic-Con, right? Yeah, but you'd never get to touch it there. Yeah, I mean, that's the nicest thing. We had to wait for, what, one person, two people at the most, yeah. you know? Yeah, so we did So we did Wreck-It Ralph. That was fun. I still I still want to be Vanellope Von Schweetz for, for uh, Halloween so you well, can be like Ralph. You, I mean, that one I pointed out, Play. again, you didn't know who she was, but, I mean, she had a relatively easy outfit. For Vanellope? Yeah. Well, it is a relatively easy outfit. Yeah. Well, you can. If I didn't know who it was, then she didn't do it right. Well, I don't know about that, but, um, but yeah, you would have you have the figure for it. That's for sure. You're short and cute. See, God, nothing. I got nothing. (laughs) No, I'm like trying to set you up. It was there. It was so there. My mouth just sucks. All you have to do is say thank you. That was awesome. All right. Yep. On that note, um, <laughs> the one other thing we did Friday. So we talked about this during Starfest. Uh, MovieCarPosters.com. So they had a bunch of movie cars in the dealer room. They had uh, Herbie, um, the Blues Brothers car. That one was pretty cool. Yeah. Like Herbie was cool, but the Blues Brothers car was awesome. Um, they had the uh, General Lee from Dukes of Hazard. Uh, they had a couple Japanime cars that yeah. they, they were from an anime. They had, yep, the uh, Night Industries. Oh my God, I can't remember what kit stands for. Oh God. Night Industries. That something, something 3000, I think. Oh, people are yelling at me now. Anyway. Anyways, they had Kit there. Um, and right in the middle of it was this huge two story stay puffed uh, marshmallow man. And, uh, and there, there was a. <laughs> say, Sorry. what does Kit from Knight Rider stand for? Uh, what does Kit from Knight Rider stand for? So. Um, 
and and I had talked about how we picked up a bunch of posters. Well, we that's not actually a, a full night industries two thousand. Pretty two thousand. Okay. Um, I love my phone. <laughs> oh yeah, the night industries three thousand was the new one. That was the Mustang from the new series. Oh. Um, uh, we didn't actually get posters from him because he was sold out of a couple that we really wanted. At Starfest? Yeah, and so he said, place an order online, we'll honor it. Well, he never contacted me. You yeah, know? he didn't. He emailed him, didn't email him back. Emailed him, didn't email him back. And so walked up and he's like, oh man, I'm so sorry I haven't gotten back to you. So that was cool that at least yeah. he recognized it. It was a little annoying that he knew that I had emailed well, no, him. And you that, said, no, you said I've, I had emailed you and he was like, what's your name? And you were like, Sl Slick, oh yeah. Oh no, I thought he apologized for, no anyways, whatever. What was cool is he remembered either way. Like yeah. he knew exactly what was going on, and he was still sold out of the same two posters <laughs> that we wanted, yeah. which is, you know. But I saw a couple that I would that I would have gladly fucking replaced. Yeah, well, and the whole thing is now we know. Now we know he's going to be at these cons. I'm sure he yeah. does some freaking amazing business. Um, but again, great prices on these posters. Four bucks a piece. He said, don't worry, you don't have to pick ten. I'll give you four bucks a piece for however many you want. So we were juiced about that. Um, but the two that we didn't get for Mrs. McFavorite, her favorite was, what's it called? The Hogwarts Express? Yeah. And then uh, for mine, mine was called Pursuit, and it's the Mad Max car. So... Yeah. But at this one, he had more posters, and he had uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. He had Spaceballs. And that's one we got. Did we get the Spaceballs? Yeah, the Winnebago. The nice. Space Winnebago. So, um, oh, funny story about the Blues Brothers car. So there were, and I'm going to make this quick. Uh, there well, we're, we're going to take a break right after, after that. Yeah, we'll take okay. a break in between days. So there were, I don't know maybe 18 year olds, maybe early twenties, uh, two guys standing there. And, and, uh, one of the guys I was running the booth with, um, the movie posters booth with him, he was, uh, trying to explain to him the blues brothers. Oh, was he? <laughs> and he was trying and he, it was just nothing but deer in headlights. And he was like, it was an awesome show from the eighties. It's, is good stuff and they're like oh okay and they walked off and i was i just i well i had a lot to drink so i was feeling very talkative i had quite a few caped brew satyrs yeah <laughs> and uh i just went up to him i was like should have just told him to google it <laughs> and he was like oh my god that would have saved me so much time <laughs> i mean the I mean, Blues Brothers, that's close to before my time. Yeah. Well, I, and that's I don't what I think I appreciate it as much as a lot of people just a couple years older than me, just because I was so young. Yeah. You know, there's not a lot of nostalgia in it for me. Yeah. I think it's a great movie. And, you know, it's, yeah. And that's what I told him. I was like, I'm, I'm too young for Blues Brothers, but I know it and respect it. And he goes, all right. <laughs> I, I can handle that. 
<laughs> so that was basically our Friday. We finally got our, our movie car posters. And, and like I said, definitely check them out. It's uh, www.moviecarposters.com. He is a great guy. I understand he's very busy. I'm sure this is not his only job. I'm sure this is his side gig, you know, yeah. so, um, but we're going to go ahead and take a break and we'll be right back with the, with the main day of the con. Good old Saturday. Peace. Later. Adam transforms into He-Man. I have the power. And now it's He-Man versus the evil Skeletor. Skeletor alone is no match for He-Man, but there's the ferocious fangs of Panthor. Scratch that, He-Man's got Battle Cat. Now it's a fight with bite and a mass of missiles. That was close, but He-Man's mighty sword is closer. So long, Skeletor. New He-Man, Skeletor, Battle Cat, and Panther figures each sold separately. All right, guys, welcome back. We can go ahead and get into Saturday. And, and as with most cons, this was the big day. This is, I mean, I guess they had their biggest panel on Sunday, but this is uh, with some of the biggest panels we wanted to see. Uh, one of them was George Takei. We we love him. I, I love, uh, I love. He's uh, very entertaining. And while I, I'm not. A, a fan on his page or whatever. I have mm -hmm. a couple friends who like a lot of his posts on Facebook. Oh, and so, so they're very entertaining. <laughs> he is. He's, he's a fun guy. Or share them, I guess it's called. But uh, um, but of course, we woke up too late for that. <laughs> we missed him. What's funny yeah. is, at this point, we didn't know, but we probably could have gotten into that panel. But it was a all oh, with the, our press badges. Yeah, all of the big panels were um, wristband only, or not wristband only, but they gave out wristbands for them. Okay, so you had to wait in line to get a wristband, and then that would guarantee you access into the panel, which is kind of a fair way to do it. Yeah. Kind of sucks that it's a double line. You know, it's kind of like the Hasbro booth at San Diego. But uh, so we missed all the wristbands. We got there about 15 minutes after the panel started, so yeah. I just didn't want to dick with it. Um, again, the the uh, con, so we we should probably talk about numbers. So last year, they did about 15,000, and then uh, this year, they did 61,000 attendees. Yeah, that's how many times in it? four times yeah so yeah that it was crazy and so along Were they with not that expecting that many no i think i i uh oh i sent it to me i didn't put the link in here but i will um um oh i don't have a pen that sucks um but i'll uh. i'll try to remember to put the link in here they they put out a post about it talking about how they were expecting somewhere between 40 and 45,000, I think. So that was a Jesus. huge increase. Um, and they were utilizing almost the entire convention center, which it was nice that it's kind of spread out, but it, it was just it that it was, it was just out. like San Diego, man. By the end of San Diego, you get so tired of walking down the same freaking hallway 
because it's walk to this end of the con and then walk to this end of the con and it's it's like european vacation you know it's like look kids big ben parliament yeah Well, that's how the that's how the exhibit hall at Comic Con feels like too. Like, yeah, because we keep walking past the yeah. same. Because we usually are going in relatively the same doors and stuff yeah. like that. No, I agree. Um, so, uh, so the first panel we went to, uh, or at least that I went to, was Phil Lamar. Um, which, if you're not familiar, he was on Mad TV. Um, he's in Pulp Fiction. I just watched that today. Oh, was he the... He's the black dude. He's the guy that gets his head shot off in the car. Like, the minute that you said that he was in Pulp Fiction, that's what I went to. Yeah. That's fucking hilarious. Um, and then uh, and then what was crazy is, again, I, I'm i not a huge voice actor person, like, following and knowing... Well, I'm not even a big knowing stars names or anything either i just don't worry about it i'm usually the one that fills him in on that shit <laughs> yeah she's got a i imdb on speed dial on her phone <laughs> she's like, live for Whack. that shit um but uh he's done tons of voices he was hermy he's hermes and futurama or was hermes and futurama the african or african she's the jamaican guy oh He's Hermes. Um, he's Samurai Jack from Samurai Jack. Um, I can't even remember now, and this is what's funny is because it's Star Wars. I can't even remember. He's a voice on the Clone Wars. There you go. Keep talking. Whip that IMDb out. So this is where we got a our first taste, you know, besides picking up our badges, about how awesome it was to be media. And it wasn't just media. This also pertained to exhibitors, artists. And then the coolest thing is it pertained to what they called VIP badges. Justice League. Yeah, he was in Justice League, too. Yeah, I think, no, he wasn't Aqualad. But anyways, um, it, it also pertained to VIP badges, which um, weren't that bad. So normal. Yeah, fi- Young Justice Aquaman. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He said how he didn't get Aqualad. So did you find what he is in Star Wars yet? Oh, that's what I was looking for. <laughs> um, so a normal three-day pass was 55 bucks, And I think I was talking to some of the VIP people, and I think they said they paid 150 which if this was the only con you were going to go to, it was worth it. Um, so basically what they did is they set up a VIP line. So you had the normal line that wrapped around the building waiting to get into the main events. And then you had the VIP line. And this VIP line was never longer than 50, 60 people at the most. Um, so, and it, so it didn't even matter where you were at in the VIP line because it got to go in before the normal line. And so for Phil Lamar, we got there and there's pretty long line and, uh, and we were just like, I just tried it. I was like, am I able to just go in with my media badge? And they said, no, but you, you can wait in the VIP line. So we were like 10 people back. Um, I like to sit on an aisle and the aisles were already taken when we, yeah. 
when uh, we first went in. So we could have had first row easily, but we chose second row. I was with Josh of uh, from Points of Interest podcast. Um, he actually recorded it. So it was one of my favorite panels. It was just Phil Lamar and the moderator that barely said anything. Um, but just telling stories and answering. He had the coolest response to the can you say something in this person's voice? He basically said that, oh, I call that the monkey dance. You want me to do the monkey dance. <clears throat> He's like, I don't have a problem doing the monkey dance, but here's what I do. This is what I do in all of my panels is I will write down what you want me to do. So he put it in his phone and he's like, if we have time towards the end, then I will do it. So thank you for your request. And I will try to get to it at the end of the panel. So I thought that was awesome. Cause that really is what it is. It's kind of yeah. like dance monkey dance kind of thing, you know? Um, and at the end of the panel, he did it. He he said, "Oh wait, wait, wait! I forgot. I had one request." So he he just said it real quick, the one line that the guy wanted him to say. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So I mean, that was awesome. All right. So uh, Star Wars: The Clone Wars, Republic Heroes. He was Kit Fisto. Ah. And uh, then um, shit, where'd it go? It was a uh, old Republic. He was just game. a voice in the. The yeah. Republic Heroes is oh, a video game. Wait, There's not one this? for the cartoon. Lego Star Wars 3. The Clone Wars. He was Kit Fisto. May, so maybe he was Kit Fisto in Clone Wars too. There's no. There's no other. Well, he was. I I know. Maybe maybe it's not on there. But. Star Wars The Old Republic. He was additional voices. Yeah. No. There's nothing in here other than. Hmm, that's interesting. That. But, uh. So, yeah. Uh, so. We should write him and say, IMDb's not doing you a justice if you're missing something. <laughs> but he had, uh, he had great answers. Somebody asked him, uh, somebody asked him, like, is there, you know, what's the job, um, um, that, you know, that you really wish you would have done that you turned down? And he's like, I've never turned a job down, you know. And <laughs> I was going to say that is that he may not be like, you know, a big known star, uh -huh. but he's a busy motherfucker. Oh, yeah, dude. dude he's he had, a, well, that's I can't I remember saying. the count, but all of that was like within the last two years. There was like 30, 40 things. Well, what's crazy is it stretches back all the way. He was one of the voices of the gymnasts on Mr. T's cartoon in the 80s when he, was a, when he okay. was a kid. So as an actor, 284 appearances uh -huh. um, on IMDb. It starts... Okay, let's not worry about well, that too much. Yeah, Mr. T, 1983. Yeah, and that's when he was, he was pretty young. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, he was basically like, I've never turned a roll down. Um, anyways, amazing panel. What did you do during that panel, Miss McFavorite? Uh, Laura and I just kind of, we walked around and uh, we did the dealer room. Um, 
Yeah, we got lost in the dealer room and then Brett caught up with us. Yeah, we had friends there that this, yeah, they were, um, they sorry, were my, working a table. One, one, of, one of my dad's best, uh, one of my dad's best friends, her boyfriend um, was working for, uh, what was his name? Peter? I don't know. That's Josh oh. and I. I was like, I meant to buy one of his coloring books and one of the children's yeah. stories he does. Uh, and I, did, I have the card and I didn't bring it, so we'll tales. put it. We'll put it in the blog. Okay. Um, but uh, he was running the table for him outside while um, the the actual artist was inside. Oh, was um, he in a one of the alley. artists? Alley. Oh, yeah, he was okay. an artist alley. So he was running that table. So he would just take random breaks. Because um, he had other people there to cover the table. And yeah, shit. he would take random b- breaks. So he caught up with us. And uh, so Laura, Brett, and I, we walked the dealer room and stuff like that. And uh, and we just kind of got lost in the dealer room for the yeah, most part. Yeah, it was their first con. So, I yeah, mean. It I, was, he's like he's like ultra nerd. And it was his first convention. He's like, I've been dreaming about going to a convention forever. And I finally get to one and I'm working it. <laughs> so um, that's what we did during Philomar. Nice. Uh, one of the ones I wanted to go to, because I didn't think, well, after that whole VIP thing, I'm like, Booyah. I'm like, we're getting into any panel we want to get into. So uh, one of the only other in the four franchises panels they had is they had a G.I. Joe stop motion uh, uh, movie panel. So basically where they just showed a bunch of stop motion G.I. Joe stuff. But we didn't get to go to that because we got to go to Will Wheaton. Wheaton, or I should say, Wheaton. <laughs> so I'm I'm not a huge Next Generation fan. I I mean I've watched all of them. I grew up on them and stuff like that. But I'm not a huge Will Wheaton fan. Um, I've definitely liked him in Big Bang Theory. I yeah. like him as as at least before as uh, Sheldon's arch nemesis. Mm-hmm. And, and Stand by Me. Come on. Well, yeah. I mean that's. I don't ever Come count on like now. the kids stuff though, but that movie was epic. Are yeah, you kidding hey, me? I'm not, I'm not fucking me? downplaying Stand by Me, but his big thing right now is tabletop gaming. Um, yeah. He does a he does a video podcast on Felicia Day's podcast network, and it's all about tabletop. I I subscribe to her network because I uh, watch the Guild via it on YouTube. Um, so I get to see all of his stuff, but I never watched one, but man, I mean, he, it was a little preachy is a little little preachy, preachy, but but he was still in He was an entertaining preachy. Well, yeah. And, and just well-spoken, knowledgeable, I mean, thoughtful. I mean, that's the whole thing. Like very well-developed thoughts. And that's probably because he does one of these every other week, you yeah. know, but, um, at one point he brought Miss McFavorite to tears. And I mean, I was, oh, that little I kid was brought welling me to tears. up. Yeah. I mean, there's just amazing questions. And that was another thing. Again, he may get these questions all the time, but he just had amazing answers to, to, uh, crowd questions. 
I, I like the one where he called that guy a, what did he call him? Something like you're an ass or because he said some, uh, the guy called him out about losing all the time on tabletop and he's oh, like, yeah. you're an asshole. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, there was, cause I guess he never wins his, on his podcast. And so people were giving him shit about that. Um, but I mean, oh my God, if you're a tabletop gamer and you're not watching his show, I mean, he rattled off. 70 games I've never even heard of. Yeah. I mean, which isn't difficult. It's not like I'm a tabletop gamer. Yeah. But it, what I really liked is he he really uh, he really hit home with how tabletop gaming has brought his family, together. his friends together. You know. Yeah. So guess and, what we'll be doing. Yeah, I am going to make Mrs. McFavorite have a gaming night or two. I like those type of games. Uh, what the? He- Shut up. We do them all the time. I used to love those type of games. My family never really dug them. My grandpa got really tired of Candyland. Oh, my and God. My parents, I'd be playing games all the time. What are you talking about? Oh, you don't I don't want to have- play just with you. You irritate me. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> So I'll suck it up for our daughter, though. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We did do one other panel that day. Um, We did uh, the uh, Twin Galaxies King of Arcades premiere. That was my nap time. (sighs) Oh, my God. Okay. So Josh and I bitched about this for a while while still Josh, Josh is relent, relentlessly positive. Like I try to stay positive, but like, like, I mean, I don't know if he's just not trying to piss off like tsunami marketing or something. He doesn't want to jeopardize his. Well, he may not want to, but yeah, but you got to tell it it how it is. The the panel was painful. Like it started off pretty good. Oh, it was awesome. They, they did, um, they did some clips. Uh, so if you've never seen King of Kong, this is the company that put out the documentary King of Kong about um, about one man's goal to try to get the high score on Donkey Kong. Weeby. Yeah. I forget what his first name is. Um, Isn't it George Weeby? No, that doesn't sound right. Okay. Kevin Weeby. No. I, Dave Weeby, maybe? <sighs> Anyways, here we go. Fact checker. Uh so they're the ones to put out that. And then, so their new movie is going to be called King of Arcades. And it's uh, going to be talking about the, one of the most famous arcades ever. And so they showed some clips from that. They also showed some Steve cl- Weeby. Steve Weeby. I know it. I can love my phone. And who was <laughs> Billy Mitchell was the guy that the, the movie really portrays him as about being uh, portrayed him like being one of the biggest <laughs> assholes in the world. Um, but what you hear from everybody is that he's really not that way, that he's a great guy, give you his shirt off his back, that kind of stuff. We got to see both of them at the King of Kong 2, which was here in Denver. Yep. So that was kind of awesome. Again, just the back of their heads as they the played Con- Donkey oh, the Kong. Kong. Off. Oh, was oh that yeah, the we Kong went to off. I, oh. with Stephen Val? Yeah. That's right. Yeah, and they're having the Kong Off 3, too. I thought it was called the King of Kong 2, but maybe not. I don't maybe. know. I remember the Kong Off. 
Okay. But uh, so, and we got to see Walter Day, which he's the guy that runs Twin Galaxies. And if you don't know, Twin Galaxies is basically the record-keeping organization for retro gaming high scores. So the highest score on Missile Command, Pac-Man, yeah. Miss Pac-Man, Donkey Kong, that kind of thing. So it started off really good. It was they showed clips from their next movie. Yeah. Everything was great. And I feel really bad about this and it makes me sad because it was the the rest of it was them talking about the website. Yeah, so and how they de- was it how they developed it? Yeah, so so they start talking about their website. I'm like, "Oh, this is kind of cool." The one thing that turned me off like immediately was they're like, it is Twin Galaxies, but with a social aspect. So we're basically merging Twin Galaxies and Facebook. And I fucking hate that. Websites need to specialize. That's how you draw a crowd. You don't make your website, you know, you know, uh, it'd be one thing if you want to have like Facebook enabled comments or tie your blog to Facebook. That's one thing. But they're trying to recreate Facebook-style social into this website about retro gaming and high scores. You know, put a forum on there. Great. But don't fucking have all these share and posts and all this kind of stuff, you know? So I woke up with a shoulder mark in my face. Well, the worst thing is, is they actually had the development people there. That's why I felt bad. I felt sad because they're they're just these guys that work so hard on these things and they just wanted to show it off. And we were all just like, I'm tired. (laughs) Dude. And so they the problem was, is they just started walking through it page by page. Yeah. Like, and on this page, you can do All this. Right. So, yeah, it, it was, it so was we supposed to early. be a good panel, and it turned out not to be. Well, the first part was. That's that's what we kept emphasizing on uh, on uh, staying off topic. The first half was great. Second half sucked. Right, um, moving on. There was one other kind of uh, one other four franchise related things was uh, Mile High Sci-Fi. They're basically our version of Mystery Science theater 3000 uh two very funny guys that do live commentaries during movies and we've gone and seen seen a few of them um one of them that we've seen was masters of the universe and it just happened to be that that's the movie they picked to do at the con so even if we hadn't seen it i don't think you could have dragged me to it that night yeah we were we Otherwise, had a few i would have gotten on the train by myself <laughs> we had a few caped crusaders which was their exclusive micro brew yeah um and so we were we were pretty burned come about five six o'clock um but we did we started a new tradition Two years in a row. That's Uh, right. uh, Last year, I had never gone to Bubba Gump Shrimp. And, you know, when you're doing a con, it's expensive. So if you're spending 100 bucks in the dealer room, what's 20 bucks for dinner, you know? Yeah. And if you've never been to a Bubba Gump Shrimp, it's basically Red Lobster or. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, Shack. I mean, unfortunately, yeah. It it doesn't even have a. Forrest Gump feel and that's exactly what it is like there's pictures of Forrest Gump everywhere and like all the dishes the are named yeah. after it but. and the there uh 
we saw it at the bar this year, but last year uh, there are signs that you use kind of like at a, what's the... Oh, uh, Rodizio. Rodizio, where if it's run, forest run, it's It means this, don't stop at our and table and then... Other things and stuff like that. But it doesn't really have that... Other than that, it's not like you're walking into Forest Gump land. Yeah, exactly. So it is. It's another. Red, it's just another seafood place. But I mean, it's pretty good food, and we started a tradition, and it's a half. A, it's not even half a block from the convention. Yeah, center. yeah. It's a I, parking so. lot away from the convention center. <laughs> exactly. So that was awesome. Um, all right. Well, I, that was basically Saturday. I mean, we had an amazing time. Oh, the one thing we did do Saturday is we did the Daily Planet. And we had actually stopped in there on Friday, and, and I forgot to mention it. But So the Daily Planet was this amazing little area in the exhibit hall towards the back, right along the artist, between the artist area and the autograph area, that was set up for media. And it was made up to look like the Daily Planet. Uh, it had a toll booth outside that had a bunch of, you know, had Superman suit in it. And we got a good picture of it, too. So we'll, we'll post that if you want to take a look at it. But inside was ultra nice. They had leather couches and chairs. They had yeah. snacks and sodas. Granola bars. <laughs> they had... Um, uh, they, they had Chex Mix that some guy treated it like some fucking beer nuts and stuck his dirty ass fingers into the big ass pile of Chex Mix. <laughs> yeah, you I was have like no idea how badly it. I wanted to kick him in the nuts. <laughs> when they had little cups that you could have gotten a little scoop if you wanted. But he was he, he was, was going picking for the Melbatos. Oh, was he that? went for the fucking Melbatos. See, I'm a Melbatos fan too, so I would have been fucking. You use that, that scoop too. and you pick that Melba toast out. You work for that shit. Um, beer nuts in this place. But it was cool. Microsoft donated computers because you could not get a connection in that fucking place. It took me 35 minutes to upload one photo, and I don't think it ever even uploaded. It got to like 99% and failed. Well, um, there were certain areas, like as long as you stayed at the front of the convention hall, the closest to the windows you were, the better. <laughs> yeah. The deeper you got, you couldn't even make a phone call. Yeah. Text messages. I, I got a text message from Laura like three oh, hours later. Right. Yeah. I texted you during Phil Lamar like, oh, we got into Phil Lamar. No problem. All two hours <laughs> later, I was all, I just got this. <laughs> so that, that kind of sucked. They need to work with cell carriers and see if they can. Because think about big conventions there. I mean, so who cares about a geek convention? Think about a big business. Well, what convention. did they do for the Denver? What did they do for the Democratic convention? Well, yeah, exactly. Well, that you know, the cell carriers definitely brought in a bunch of additional antennas yeah, and I stuff like that. True. Towers, you like? Yeah, but uh, God, snarkiness everywhere. It's yeah. gone. Yeah. Tired. It's moving along. Sunday. <laughs> All right. Let's go ahead and take a break, and we'll be right back with Sunday. Peace. <laughs> it's the new Star Wars lightsaber from Kenner. Inflation required. Batteries not included. You can pretend you have powers when you switch on Kenner's Star Wars lightsaber. Ready to feel the force? Switch on your Star Wars lightsabers. Close your eyes and go. I got it. Me too. Zach, you passed the test. 
Star Wars lightsaber, new from Kenner. Balloons not included. <sighs> All right, guys. And uh, Mrs. McFavor brought something up I just wanted to touch on real quick. We were, it may have seemed like we were complaining about our new tradition. It's actually great. I mean, it, it is. It, it it's is nice to it's... just sit there and relax and talk about your day, talk about all the people and all the things you've seen, relax and have a beer before you got to jump back on the train because we light railed it in and out every day except mm -hmm. for Friday when we had McKenzie. Um, so I, we weren't complaining about it like, oh, we started new tradition and it sucks. <laughs> we hate this tradition. Why did we start this? And we can't stop. No, it's a, it's a lot of fun. It's just... Bubba Gum Shrimp, it's it's just another place to go to. Yeah. But it's our place to go to. Exactly. And it 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 very much felt like Joe's Crab Shack for San Diego Comic Con, which is one of our favorite things. <gasps> for Wednesday. That's what it is. Sitting at the bar and yes. everything. Yep. So I was like, Red Lobster does not feel right. <laughs> when you said that I was all no, but it's definitely not the Forrest Gump feel that it should have. Yeah, we always That's what it is, is the Joe's Crab Shack. We always have a beer right before we go to San Diego Comic Con on Wednesday yep. for pre for preview night. All right. Sunday we there was another panel that I really wanted to go to. It was <laughs> and uh, I felt so the fabulous bad about Aaron this. Gray and uh we missed it again. <laughs> and this was this was this was because of Mrs. McFavorite. No, not necessarily. It we, was both mornings we got done at the got done at the same time. No, the Aaron Gray one Aaron Gray was ten o'clock. Oh yeah. We were racing we were for getting... Will Wheaton. And we made Will Wheaton. Um, it, again, there was another Will Wheaton panel, but this was with Felicia Day. Yeah. And what I didn't even realize is she did her own panel, and I would have rather seen that. Because Will but, Wheaton stole the show. Yeah. He, but I didn't really, I don't really know who she is, so, so I, I'm allowed to say this. I wasn't digging on her. Yeah. Well, again, it's. Both of them are, have kind of been like... She made so many faces. Like, she made some faces at the questions that I was like, "You, those are internal faces you need to make. Those are not external. <laughs> but see, that's... I mean, it's very much her, though. I mean, that's who she is. Like, that's fine. I'm just saying, I don't know who she, she is. She didn't make a good first impression I, on yeah, you. She so. did not. Yeah, so if you don't um, know who Felicia Day is, she's uh, the creator and star of The Guild, which is a uh, a short, a, a small web series, or not small, it's like in its fourth season now, but uh, of like eight to nine minute episodes about uh, World of Warcraft. Uh, guilds are groups of people that play World of Warcraft together and support one yeah. another, that kind of thing. And it, to me, it's just, I've never even, or I've only played WoW for like 10 minutes my entire life. I have uh, two or three friends that at one point in their life were completely addicted to it. And they're not anymore. Yeah, and I just think it's hilarious because they were like these people. Yeah. So the reason why that I'm, I said that I was making us late is oh, yeah. because I, uh, there's, there's a little fun story behind this. It's not fun, <laughs> but it's, you can laugh at Mrs. McFavorite and her moments of literally not thinking when she thinks she is. Um, I made us walk 
back to the light rail the next morning because then the day before I was like, I'm going to bring my key, my car keys with us to make sure that I do not forget the keys like I did at Starfest. <laughs> I don't know where the lapse in the thinking came from. I, I like, I seriously, I know where I was going, but it just went off the rails. Well, it was a long day. I mean, we got we were passing the truck at like eight thirty no, at no, no. night. I was thinking this on the way to the con on Saturday. Oh, sober. <laughs> I put see the whole the whole backstory is is that Starfest. We uh, we took my car to Starfest on Saturday, and uh, left it there. Took the light rail home, and. Sunday morning when we were rushing out the house, I didn't bring my keys. <laughs> so we took my truck, we pulled up right next door, right next to her car, and she's like, I don't have my keys. I don't to have my, my car. keys. So I have a spare key, but because my car is chipped, I can get into my car, but I cannot start my car. Yeah. So I was able to unlock my car to get to the stuff that we left there overnight. Thank God. Um, but we had to, after the, after Starfest, we had to drive all the way home and all the way back. Uh, you can imagine and then the all last the way day of a con. You're like. just tired. And even Starfest, <laughs> as small as it is, you're just like, fuck. So Saturday morning, I was all... Yeah, I'm going to bring my keys to make sure that I don't forget them. And I really I really have no idea where my thought process was. Well, that's why I'm Other saying than, Saturday night you need we would have needed to pick them up on our way home. So we had them Sunday morning to drive to the light rail, but maybe I really it was a bad bad thing. So 6 o'clock in the morning, Sunday morning, I just pop up just out of my sleep and was like we have to fucking walk to the light rail because my keys are in your truck at the light rail. <laughs> Which all and of passed this, right back out. <laughs> all of this is no big deal. The light rail is 15 minutes from our house yeah, walking. But, but we're... We made it to Will Wheaton and Felicia yeah, Day. And, and so mean, out of out of everything, of course, it was a it, there was turmoil in the morning. We got... What, we two forgot something away. too. Yeah, we forgot something, and what I, did you I forget? can't remember. It was enough for us to turn back. But anyways, the nice thing was was our 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 uh, press passes came in handy again. Um, we got there in time to see the line streaming into the theater, and we're just like, we're pressed. Can we jump in line? They're like, oh yeah, sure. So we just. Yeah. <laughs> And it was horrible because it whoever is, we bad. cut in front of was just like, what the fuck? I've been waiting here. Well, that's what happened. That's what happened the day before with Will Wheaton was that I went to go um, take care of mommy business mm. and they were texting me and trying to call me and everything like that. And if you think that you don't have any service in the building, try going into the bathrooms. <laughs> the bathrooms, they got shit. <laughs> so, because I'm sitting there, I'm trying to be on Facebook while I'm taking care of mommy business. <laughs> there ain't nothing. So, um, I come out of the bathroom and I'm walking down the hallway and I'm looking and I'm like, wait, wasn't, I was like, fuck, the line moves. So I went up and they're like, well, waiting, blah, blah, blah. I was like, 
I'm press. Where did the press line go? Oh, well, they already let them in. I was like, my husband was standing in line with me. Where did the press line go? <laughs> go talk to her. And I was like, I'm press. Where did the line go? She's all, go. <laughs> I was like, word. <laughs> so, and I, because I was, I was scared. We had been in the panel for 10 minutes. It hadn't started yet because they, um, another kind of cool thing is they clear the room so you can't camp out in them. Uh, so Which we had, sucks. Oh, see, I don't. When it gets it. Bi- when it gets bigger, I guess yeah. When it gets bigger, you're gonna have people fucking bitching. But um, it's good because it forces you to pick panels you want to go see, and it almost guarantees you you'll be able to get into those panels. Yeah. You know, if you pick a time to go wait for them. Yeah. You know, that's the problem with fucking with San Diego Comic Con yeah, is but it's also you not- can't get into Hall H. For the panel you want to see because everybody's waiting for the panel after it. See, the fucked up thing is scheduling. And we could we could do a whole fucking podcast on scheduling because the fucked up thing is, is that I may not want to see, I may not want to, or I may want to see the panel at 10 o'clock, mm-hmm. but I don't want to see the one at 11, but I want to see the one at 12. 12, yeah. And if I were to go to the one at 10... There's no way in hell I'm going to see the one at 12 because the line is fucking three times around the block. Well, that's what they bitched about with Twilight. They said that's why they said Twilight ruined Comic-Con that first year they had a panel because their panel was at four o'clock. So all the fucking Twihards fucking stayed in Hall H all day waiting for the Twilight panel. Yeah, they got to see it. some really cool shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, anyways, uh, so I was getting worried, and and because I'd already seen him, I was like, I'll just leave. I'll just go meet up with her. I was afraid that she had gotten frustrated because some security guard wouldn't let her back in line or something. I was yeah, like, not, and there's no fucking cell security. service, so you couldn't figure out. You couldn't yeah. coordinate. But luckily, she came in the line. We watched it. It was a good panel. All right. So going back to Sunday, the Will Wheaton and Felicia Day panel, it was another good panel. Yeah. I. Again, you only liked half of it, but luckily yeah. he he. I didn't. And let me let me go back and say that I didn't hate Felicia Day. And don't get me wrong. I'm I'm sure she's. Will Wheaton took over most of it. And the times that I looked up at the screen, because I, I was just playing with my phone. And I have yeah. a brand new phone. It was a time for me to play with it. Um, I was just listening. And every time that I looked up at the screen, she was making faces at questions that she should not be making faces well, at. Well, that's, again, that's, that's part of and her stick. That, that, that was what... my whole thing. I don't hate her. I have n- no intention of saying I hated her. There were just some well, like, wow, really? Well, you don't wow, even really? know her. So, exactly. I mean, that's, um, so, um after that so the next the next the biggest panel which I, now i really wish it was stanley um if if i know we uh we posted right. about this was uh stanley canceled at the last minute they were able to pull in uh uh good old bill shatner the, i thought the, it was good the shat and uh and so he was kind of the keynote panel, which again is weird being on Sunday, but he was only there one day. So yeah. it had to be on Sunday. And, uh, and so he was the big panel. So 
we were just going to, they were going to do, oh, that was the whole thing with George Takei on the first day is they were supposed to be simulcasting it. Oh, yeah, and, and they, they couldn't figure out how to simulcast Yeah, they it. said there's no simulcasts. So, again, that one we should have checked. We should have just gone and checked because I bet you it wasn't full because Will Wheaton was on, Will Wheaton was almost full. I mean, it, it was packed. But Shatner wasn't that full. I mean, you could have gotten into Shatner five minutes after the panel started. Yeah. Um, and uh, but so uh, we went. We were just going to go to a simulcast, so we weren't worried about getting there real early or anything like that. So they, by the time we got back to where the rooms are at, the the panel rooms, everybody had already been let into it. I mean, there were two or three rows empty in the back, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, um, so we actually got in to see them. Um, again, it, it's kind of like my podcast. I don't, I don't listen to a lot of the big podcasts. Uh, I mean, I love This American Life and I love yeah. This Week in Tech, but uh, you know, I don't listen to Adam Curry's. I don't listen to Mark Marin's. You know, some of these really big well, you popular listen to ones. The Nerdist, isn't that? Not all of. I don't listen religiously. I only listen when it's somebody I want. Like I don't listen to his ones where he doesn't have guests, and I only listen if it's a guest that I know and like. Um, oh. But I. But I don't do a lot of the big ones. Like I don't, I hardly listen to Smodcast anymore because those people just feel like they are now going through the motions. And I don't know, maybe that's just because they're so good at it, but it just, to me, it's like there's no heart in it. That's why I listen to homegrown stuff. That's why I listen to, you know, guys with toys. I used to listen to internet. You know, I liked IHN better than Star Wars Action News because IHN wasn't as polished. It was three guys, but one time four guys, you know, sitting around mm-hmm. giving each other shit, loving Star Wars. You know, Star Wars Action News is a great podcast. You know, all the personal stuff with the hosts aside, it's an amazing podcast. They know their shit. They're well Planned. They're well respected. They're well edited. You know exactly. Yeah, they get they're, big they're names. Big figures. But uh, I would rather listen to you know uh, like again uh, the Force Cast. I stopped listening to the Force Cast because Jimmy Mack and Jason just seemed too fucking well produced, just too well groomed. Yeah. Now they have two new guys, and I'm liking them a lot better. Um, anyways, so Shatner just seemed like. And it, because he has done this a thousand times before, oh, see, and you I, know, and I really thought that he was going to be a massive asshole. I was, I pictured him. Oh, this is his bread and butter. The, I don't think. He, oh, I pictured him being Mark Hamill. Oh yeah. I could see Mark that. Hamill was a fucking asshole. He wasn't an asshole. But oh, Mark Hamill was an asshole during, during celebration during that panel. Oh, he was I a fucking dick. He He's like, maybe I was, he was calling you were starstruck because during that <laughs> fucking panel, uh, He's talking about all this and he was calling things by the wrong names and the crowd was like, that's an ad ad or 
whatever it was he was referring to. And he's like, I didn't know what they were. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, he I don't did remember. Do that. He was just being a fucking dick. And that's what I thought Shatner well, was going to be like. Oh, I really I did. Yeah. I thought Shatner was going to be not a super asshole, but I just kind of thought that he was going to be a snide dick. Some snide shit yeah. here and there. And he was. He was entertaining for who I know, for what I know Shatner to be. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that um, he really could have been a big asshole about was uh, somebody asked him to do the Star Trek opening. Yeah. And yeah, he played like it off. Yeah, just seeing the Star Trek no, opening? No, not say, just or say, say it. Oh, he just, yeah. They, the, they just wanted him to say it. Yeah, on a little nine-year mission or whatever it is. Yeah, thing. space, the final frontier, yeah. these are the... How do wow, I know that, this? I was going to say, that's pretty good. I was trying to think of it. <laughs> these are the voyages of the Star Trek. Anyway, he did a really great thing like he's like i don't i don't remember this i i read it i didn't okay it's space the final frontier what's the next line and everybody would yell it and he would say it and then he would point to the other side of the audience and they would say that line and he would say it oh see i don't even remember that it's probably dicking with my camera it was it was was good it was really good i was i was recording that part it was it was really good and it was really impressive and um I didn't pay attention to a lot of it, but it was cool. Yeah. It was really cool. Well, what I liked about it, and this is what I like, this is what I like about homegrown podcasts is it, it wasn't a lot about, Ooh, I did this show and this is what we did on it. It was so awesome doing this show. He was telling stories from his life. You know, he's yeah, like, he talked about I have his this neighbor. Dog. Yeah. You know, yeah. And his dog and he, shit like that's that. A, he opened up with a story. Like nobody even asked a question yet. He just started talking about his dead dog. And I was like, Oh God, where is this going? <laughs> See, the one thing I didn't like was I didn't like that. He stood the whole time. No, no. Kevin Smith frickin- stands the whole time. He's standing at a podium though. Like he was just standing out in the open, you know. Well, no, I That's guess how he some people always. do. Yeah, maybe he can't sit down. I guess you're right. I guess it's you're a, right. It's Kevin Smith a... does stand, and it does. It makes me less nerd. It's just that whole thing. Like when you have somebody standing all the time, you're like, sit the fuck down, relax, take a look. Well, <laughs> when you think about that, when when people make you nervous like that, it's because they're standing over you. No, it's it's just. Standing oh, that's in what general. drives me crazy. Oh, dude, we have meetings. And there's places to people to sit, and they just stand around the table. Oh, that's and it's, disrespectful. They're not standing. It's not work disrespectful. Me- it's disrespectful though. in work meetings. If there's no, if there are chairs and you choose to sit, unless if you say, "I can't sit down" or something like that, that's well, disrespectful. That's, they're just because they don't give a disclaimer. Anyways, what it seems like is that <laughs> he was. I'm I'm Tangent. coming in here. I'm doing my thing, and I'm gone. You know, oh, that's no. what it seems See, like. He can't sit a spell, you know. Oh, no. I just, I, I call that engaged. Okay. Well, we'll leave it at that. Um. <laughs> so, yeah, I was, I was really impressed with, with William Shatner. It was, it was a lot of fun. I liked it. It was fun. And I was less so. It, it was, it was good, but. Yeah. I, I it, just think. It should be good. I was, I, it was fun and impressive because he wasn't an asshole like I assumed he was going to be. Yeah. Is what it was. Well, that's good. I'm glad that you enjoyed it. Um, so after that, uh, we hadn't really bought anything yet. 
Um, so we hit and the I dealer only room. I bought one thing and it wasn't even for me. I know, it was for Kenzie. Go ahead and tell people about that. Um, so I had been eyeballing this booth since Friday night. It was one of the it first ones we walked by. And I've got their cards. So once again, it's another thing that he'll have to put up on the blog. Um, but it was this booth that it was all uh, knitted uh, stuffed animals. Um, and they were all pop, pop culture. culture stuff. Yeah, yeah, pop culture. She even did beanies, like fashion beanies. Like there was a pirate's cap. There yeah, was they had a- the Cthulhu mask, you know, where your eyes are there and all the tentacles are kind of like a beard. Yeah, like that that stuff and everything. But they had she had like My Little Pony and And dragons. Oh, the zombie! There was she had like zombie bears. Zombies were good. If they weren't so expensive, I would have gotten one of the zombie bears because it was pretty cool. Is the it it was a zombie bear, and the head was wide open and the brain was loose. Yeah, it was like it was held on by by a tether of of yarn. Tether of yarn. So it was was pretty awesome. It was they were beautifully made. They were amazing. But I'm just so cheap. Yeah, we. I, I just don't make enough money to 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 not care about shit like that. Like, it was a mid size My Little Pony, and it was fifty dollars yeah. because it was handmade and all of that stuff. I and not mid size relative so, to a regular My Little Pony. Um, it was like a twelve inch and My a, Little Pony. Yeah, it was a stuffed. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, a I twelve just, inch My Little Pony. Um, beautifully made and everything like that. And I get why they were so expensive, but it just killed me because I, I couldn't. Yeah. I don't have $50 to drop on a stuffed well, animal. Well, there is for, a lot of stuff that was for cool Mackenzie. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's, I, I wanted to, but I couldn't. But um, I really wanted to get something from there. So Sunday, we go into the dealer room and I was like, everybody's starting to pack up. People are dropping their prices. Let's go yeah. see. And they dropped their prices by five bucks. <laughs> and uh, uh, what I didn't notice was that they had a basket of uh, um, Princess Leia's and Stormtroopers. And I was like, oh. And they were like, they were like 15 bucks. And Slick was like, Oh, just just offer here's ten bucks. Just offer them ten bucks and and see if they take it. And if they don't take it, then walk away. No, they were fifteen, and I got it for ten. And uh, I walked up, and I was they were helping somebody else, and I walked up, and they were like, "Hi, how can I help you?" And I was like, "I was I'm looking at one of these little stormtroopers, and those are what six inch." Would you say? Uh, yeah, I'd say it's six inch. Six inch stormtrooper, and uh, they were like, "Yeah, it's fifteen dollars." And I was like, "Well, I've got ten. <laughs> and the booth owner, she was tearing the booth down, and that's where, it, like, that's where I knew I had them because I was over there looking you, at their yeah, twelve you inch either stuff. Pack it up and, right now. Yeah, exactly. Fucking and fucking, she was like. Ugh. <sighs> All right, See, yeah. I didn't realize it was that much. I wouldn't have said to offer because it is. It's somebody's hard work. Yeah. I didn't. I thought it was twelve, and you were offering them ten. I got it for ten. Um, <laughs> and she like she huffed and puffed because they were charging tax. So oh. technically, it would oh, have been so ten dollars plus tax. tax. Oh, okay. But uh, I was like, well, I've got ten dollars here. 
and and the lady was like ah fine and she like she made it a point to say don't write it down in the book since we're not charging tax <laughs> and wow. i was all thank you and they had a bunch of each of the designs and and we kind of cursory we took a cursory look at them um and we thought we picked out a good one, but it turned out we picked out one of the crappier ones. You know, there was a yes. loose thread on the back and yeah. there was some miss knittings. I don't know. I guess you don't call I it miss stitchings, miss, but it's, yeah, but it's, it's for a 10 month old baby. So yeah, it, exactly. it works. But the thing is, is that we have a homemade storm, storm trooper stuffed animal for Mackenzie. Yeah, and that's knitted, I, which is yeah, the awesome part. I carry it around in my dork strap. <laughs> yeah, it was really cute. Um, I cooled it up. I'm going to take it with me to Comic-Con. <laughs> so everything there new, everything like in package was just too expensive. Um, so I was, I was really looking for vintage stuff. Um, and, uh, of course, like I say, I always want to get a vintage figure. And, uh, so I found a IG 88, which is one of my favorite figures from a kid. Um, I picked it up, uh, talked her down from 18 to 15. I also got a, a payload, which is a little, uh, it's a micro master from, uh, the G one line that kind of looks like ultra Magnus, kind of like a diaclone color ultra Magnus, um, where the, uh, car carrier transforms into a jet craft. And then you have the little cab that transforms into the robot. Is this the booth that I was hanging out at for like 20 minutes? Yeah. Cause I was lit. They just had tons of vintage stuff. They were nice enough to let me use their booth chair. Oh, did they? That was nice. I sat my happy ass down, and she could have told me to say, she could have said, no, that's not for you, but she let me sit there. <laughs> well, that was awesome, because it was the only place I spent money. So I got that. I got the payload, which I got for like five bucks when they go for 20 on eBay. Then I got the IG-88, and then I bought something that I have never seen in person, I bought the turret and uh, what is it? A probot? Hold on. It's the little floaty droid bot. Oh my god! It's I the Joe bot. Hold on. Do you not get that? The Joe bot. Family Guy. Something. 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 Star Wars. No, you don't get it. Oh, what? Oh, okay. Yes, now I get it. <laughs> it is. And the it's, and the little legs are all broken. Yeah, get it out. It is the Probot. So I'd never seen that live. It was in box, just in amazing shape. So, um, so that's all I got. Fifty bucks. I mean, we got the car posters on Friday night. Um, the stormtrooper. The Stormtrooper. We bought a lot of Cape Crusaders. Stuff. Oh, I got that set for 30 Or which, Cape Crusaders. Yeah. Yeah, I would say we spent more on beer than anything <laughs> else there. But it was even reasonable. It was 5 I think beer in the bottle was like $7. Oh. So it was like cheaper than buying a freaking Corona. They, they, they're smart and they don't put 
price tags on anything. They're just like, people are at a convention and they're in a rush. Yeah, you order it and I'll tell you how much it Although is. Although that's also really stupid because then people don't have the exact amount ready to yeah. pay right then and there. Exactly. Um, so we did do one other panel that day. We did the Mile High Horror Film Shorts. So Last this was, year was this- more impressive than last year really see i liked liked this year better than last year last year was cool because it was saturday night so that was nice to have like like at night like we showed up in the dark went home in the dark you know yeah but uh no i thought last year was more important or god damn it words jessica well, we missed a half an hour of it. I liked last year more than this year. Did you? And we missed a half an hour of it. So who knows? Maybe that half an hour we missed would have been better. But, uh, but I don't yeah. there like last year, not right now, but I can think of stories that I remember and like actually made an impact this year. I don't remember one. Well, that might have been all the Bruce Saders. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was pregnant and sober last year. Yeah, exactly. But I, I did have baby brain, so come on now. That's just as bad as being drunk. So it was awesome. It was put on by the people that do the Mile High Horror Fest here, which I am going to this year. I've always said I was going to go to it. Where it's, is it? When is it? It's at the it's at the Alamo Draft House. That's why I want to go to it down oh, Aspen. Oh, you were talking to that guy. Yeah, so that. we have. We have an Alamo Draft House here now, which if you've never been to, it is the place to see a movie. They will kick people out for texting. They will kick people out for talking. That's They are hardcore about their movies. Oh, um, I just got can, my new movie theater. <laughs> you can buy beers. I mean, it is, again, I've never been to one. I've just heard the stories about how epic they are. So um, we're, they're doing a Mile High Horror Festival here in October, so I'm definitely going to be checking that out. Um, lastly, so our, our other tradition, I guess, is our Sunday night tradition. We went to, uh, Sam's number three. And to top that, or to put a cherry on top of that tradition, we sat in the same spot we did last year. I know that was crazy. That was like, cool. That was we didn't really even cool. try it. It just they, happened to be the, and yeah. it was packed. It was packed. Yep. I mean, we had to wait maybe, I mean, five minutes. But yeah, still, that was it. For a Sunday afternoon, like four o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. It was fucking busy. Um, what did we get this year? I think we got it last year. And oh, it was the. Uh, the green the, chili mac and cheese. Yeah, green chili. And I'm like, uh, we ordered green chili mac and cheese. And he's like, it's there. He had to like stir it up for us to yeah, show us. Yeah, that, that actually, if we were not all buzzed out, if that was last year, mm-hmm. I'd have been like, are you fucking touching my food? <laughs> well, he stirred it with a spoon, baby, not I, his finger. No, I know. But that's not necessarily appropriate Our waiter behavior was for... A dick this he was year. a fucking asshole. Oh my god! I mean, he was he, he was a good. He performed yeah. all his tasks and he was attentive and blah blah blah. But he was a dick every time he had. He to made come you over. feel bad. Yeah, <laughs> he made well, he us ma- feel really bad for 
them putting the chili at the very bottom of a bowl. <laughs> no, it was they put the the mac they put the macaroni at the bottom. So what it looked like we got was just nacho cheese. No, it looked like Oh, no, it looked like green chili. It looked like we yeah. got a green chili bowl. Yeah, exactly. And I wasn't about to complain because I was like <laughs> Green chili and well, with chips cheese melted too. over the top too. So that's yeah, that's. But uh, yeah, so. But again, he was a we're dick. bitching, but it it's awesome. It's no, a good it tradition. was it was a lot of fun, and that that was the greatest part was that like they they were like yeah it's gonna be a five minute wait, and they took us up there and walked us right up to the booth that we sat at last year, and it was. It was fucking awesome. So. I think next year we have to request. Well, if you request it, they're like, sure. It'll be about 45 minutes until the people leave that are at it. They're like, that's okay. We'll go stand over there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make them feel uncomfortable. We'll just take pictures of things. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was it was a good time. We had good food. I mean, we picked some good places for for food within a relative spot, but we did... Well, Learned they're the that closest the to the way to walk center. to Sam's number three is not through Skid Row. Yeah, <laughs> there's yeah, like it's on it's on one of the worst bus routes in the city. What's so. a, what's funny is that if you walk straight up one street and then, well, actually, if you're walking to from the light rail, if you go straight down the street, it's nice. It's all business. But well, it's if the you're, theater district at that end. I know, and then it and, then, and it's a half a it's a half a block. Yeah. So it's one of the short blocks. If you're coming from the convention center past Bubba Gump, keep going, and you make a right and go to Sam's. You're going through Skid Row, and it really is. It's one of those like you hold on to your shit. Real it's tightly. where all the it's where because there's good shade there, so there's lots of homeless people there, and then oh, the I bus, didn't see homeless people. I the, saw some skeevy ass people. The bus route that's right there is the bus route that leads into the worst part of the t- <laughs> worst part of well, Denver. Well, that and like the businesses there are all. Yeah, they're all tra- like, well. It's pawn shops. And- <laughs> yeah, it's it's like literally the the sun done shit on that fucking piece of well. It's like land. It's, it's like the gas lamp district. I mean, San Diego in general just has a crazy homeless problem because it's, it's California. It's seventy five to eighty five degrees year round. Well, you know, exactly. so if you're going to be homeless somewhere, that's a perfect place to be. You almost want to come to the homeless people in Colorado and be like, go to California. Yeah, dude. you need to hitchhike across country, man. I don't but, know why you're here. <laughs> but that's no offense, how that but was. it's warmer there all the time. <laughs> the first year we stayed down there and we missed all the shuttles or maybe we didn't think the shuttles ran no, or we, we just tried to walk. We in. were walking oh, we were to, trying to find, find a food. restaurant. Yeah. He made me walk all the way from the center of downtown back to our hotel to find no, food. No, the far to end not of downtown. Get food, <laughs> to not get food. But to carry some heavy-ass liquor, (laughs) and we didn't have our backpacks that night, so it was in grocery bags, cutting into your fingers when you're hungry. All right, tangent. (laughs) So, Denver Comic-Con 2013, absolutely amazing. Um, The... the 
if you can get a VIP, if you go next year, get a VIP badge. Save up for it. Um, the one thing it's that a it. lot of VIP people bitched about in the lines that we're at is they didn't know about all of the they didn't know there was a special interest there was entrance for them there was like three or four people i was talking to they're like yeah i waited in line that entire time and then when i got to their door they're like yeah it's over there you didn't have to wait in line they could have done the same thing we did and just walked up and said i have vip passes yeah. And so that would have pissed me off, dude, to wait three hours in line and be like, oh, you no, could no, just no. came in. You know, um, a lot of them didn't know that there were VIP lines. You know, I was talking to somebody yeah, on Sunday. Was- and nothing was, mo- that was, they, that was the, one of the worst things about it is they tried to be real kitschy with their signs. That's like a sign would say, you're <laughs> almost there, main events hall. But it wouldn't, it should just have an arrow that points and say main events, you know. Um, so they and tried to get a real, much bigger sign, yeah. And they main were, events. yeah. I mean, you're talking about a huge convention center, and these signs were not even, they weren't even full size posters, they, they were, were hotels. like, they were like a 10 by 20 sign, yeah, they yeah, were hotel yeah signs. exactly. Like a hotel would that would point to a meeting because room. for the most part, they're meeting rooms for. Yeah, businesses. For, I know yeah. where. Anyway, but uh, so that was kind of annoying. And but get the VIP pass. Understand what you're buying. You are buying instant access to everything. Now you still got to show up for a panel ten to fifteen minutes early, but you don't have to show up an hour or two hours early. The keynote panel on Sunday. Anybody could have got into it, but if you were there 15 minutes early, you could have been the first three rows, you know? So, um, so it's amazing. We had an amazing time. Uh, uh, just, just great. It was just great. Uh, we can't wait for next year. Hopefully we'll be press. We're not, we're not counting our chickens before they're hatched, yeah. but uh, we'd like to be press, and we may have a table next year if we get offered again. Uh, the first year podcast peak consisted of two podcasts, and ours was one of them. Yeah. This year they had about seven or eight. Um, so was it that many? I yeah. only saw like four or five. Well, those two. Remember, there's a huge no, gap. In there those was a two huge gap. Oh, I still. I was including peak. that cap. That gap. Oh, there was three or four on that side, and then two or three on past the gap. But yeah. anyways, yeah. Um, next year, what we'll hopefully do is be able to team up with Points of Interest because they've got three people there, at least three main hosts. We've got us, and then and then who knows? Maybe we, we need can to get figure out how those fuckers got to introduce Will Wheaton. Oh yeah, what, the sorry, podcast, not those fuckers. That's it. I refer that, was, that just. To everybody, it's the same thing. All women are bitches. No, they're we. They were definitely smug last year. I'm not um, trying to. Anyways, the podcast that was with us last year. Um, Real nerds one got to the, introduce Will fucking Wheaton. They moderated several. It, that dude was the moderator for the Phil Lamar panel. Okay. How did that happen? Okay. He probably volunteered. He probably said, if you need somebody to moderate these panels, you know, I'm available. But anyways, so, 
Shit, I'm available. It's a great time. We will be back <laughs> next year, hopefully as press, covering it for the show. Um, now, very special announcement, very quick, because Mrs. McFavorite is practically at sleep at this point. She is laying down on our couch. <laughs> I am lounged out. Um, so we said we had a, a very important announcement when it came to San Diego Comic-Con. I was doing the research, and I have we only done this one year? Is what? this our second annual San Diego Comic-Con personal shopper contest? No, this should I thought this should be the third year. Third year. Okay. So, that's why I put a question mark on the show notes. This should be the third year. I see I just can't I know I know um uh Oh my god, Cliff Kennedy won one year. One not because th- we didn't go last year. He won the year before, but I don't. I couldn't remember who won. Didn't Cliff win the year before? Too? No. Somebody won something two times okay. in a row. Yeah, and I don't think it was this, but I think Mantis nine nine nine. Yeah, Mantis won something two times in a row, but I can't remember what it was. It was it the Schwagaway? I don't know. But anyways, no, 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 it wasn't. It was something else. But uh, anyways, to the point. Third annual San Diego Comic Con <laughs> personal shopper contest. Um, this is basically to kind of explain to you is uh, so long as it's a booth that we're going to, which is most booths, uh, you can pick one item and we will purchase it for you with it's your with- money. Yeah. It's, so it's within the four franchises, right? So no, the last year we said it doesn't have to be the four franchise. Oh, just as but long as like, it's Hasbro, I'm, Maddie. No, well, any booth we're going to. So we're going to go to October Toys, of course. We're going to go to O'Neill Designs, which is uh, the Glios people. Oh, we're going to okay. go to NECA, so it could be one of NECA's exclusives. Or if it's just easy to get. So if you want the Four Horsemen one, the Power Lords that they're hopefully going to have this year, we'll get those for you. Because we'll probably not buying anything from them, but it's easy to buy there. Um, They don't have limits on what you can buy, and there's not a four-hour wait for it. Yeah, I mean... Mrs. McFavorite won't get drunkenly kicked out of line. Yeah, so like some exceptions would be like the Hallmark exclusives. The Hallmark exclusives are almost impossible to get unless you wait forever in line. Um, uh, DC, at least uh, DC Directs used to be a little difficult. But anyways, we'll see what we can do. We'll have you give us a list of a few things you're looking for. Um, but uh, So you have to pay for it, but we will pay for shipping from the show. Yeah. And, uh, and so most come of the Monday times... So morning, on our vacation... We're going to go to a post office and send your, yeah. Or if we have time, we usually don't have time during the actual show, but no, it's going to be Monday morning. (laughs) Don't, don't even try to go there. And unless Monday morning, unless it's at ridiculously big and or heavy, it'll get sent priority. So you will get it before most people get home and start playing with their stuff. So, um, 
and we will pay for that shipping. So you just have to pay for the item. Again, it, and it can be anything. We've got Mrs. McFavorite there, so even uh, limit one things we can probably do. Again, we don't guarantee every, anything, but we will try as hard as we would try for ourselves to get you what you want. One of the black Django, what are they called? The uh, Black Series. Black Series Django Fets is called for because we're getting free. Boba Fets. We're getting free pictures. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> I think we can do. I think that's that'll probably have a limit of two to four. Yeah, and between all of us, we'll be able to get that. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, but so the contest will end July fourth because we will be doing a pre Comic Con cast where we talk about the things we want to do at Comic Con. We're hoping to do. We're going to talk about a lot of the exclusives, and we want to be able to announce the winner on that cast. Um, so you have to have it in by Independence Day, July fourth. You have to, and this is a new requirement, but you have to follow us or friend us or whatever on on something. So whether you subscribe to us on YouTube, you are a friend of mine on Facebook, you follow the cast on Facebook, you follow, you can follow Mrs. McFavorite on Twitter, but you have to follow us and be part of our social network in one way or another you yeah. can't just post something on the blog and 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 that's it so if you're not posting on one of our social networks where i can tell really easy if you post on our blog you need to say hey i subscribe to you or hey i follow you yeah but and if you want to friend me on facebook you have to say hey i'm a listener <laughs> otherwise i'll be like who the fuck are you <laughs> yeah maybe not your personal facebook let's maybe not count that <laughs> unless you need more friends but uh, I like friends. I'm not a friend whore, but I do like friends. <laughs> All we want to know is what the exclusive you're most looking forward to. And it doesn't have to be the one you're going to get. So, you know, because you are paying for it yourself, you may be most interested in the new hot toys guy that's, you know, that's going to be an exclusive, but you just want something from Hasbro. Um, it doesn't have to be the one you actually are going to want us to get, but we just want to know what exclusive has got you the most juiced. Um, you know, what, what's really, uh, pulling your chain, I guess. Um, so we would love again, great odds on this we usually only have about anywhere from about 10 to 15 entries on this so this is probably your best chance 10 to 15 oh. um so this is probably your best chance your best odds out of any podcast any blogs any other contest out there to win some sort of exclusive again it's not free but You'll get it at least at retail um, out there to get something from San Diego Comic-Con. So please enter. I, I want to see lots of entries this year. All you need to do, let us know what the exclusive you're most looking forward to from this year's Comic-Con. On one of the methods we mentioned at the beginning of the show, you can check the show notes for links to all those methods. And you just need to make sure it's obvious that you're following us on something 
out there. So uh, again, by July 4th, please let us know. We look forward to everybody's entries. We will read everybody's entries on the episode itself. Um, voicemail is obviously where we would love to hear you. And how about this? If you leave a voicemail, you don't have to follow us anywhere. So that's the one caveat to having to follow us. Wow. You like voicemail that much, huh? I want It's an audio show. I want to fucking hear people's voices. I don't want to have to read their posts. And other people like to hear people's voices. I like reading their posts. Google Voice does an awesome job at making me want to read their posts. <laughs> All right, guys. We love you. Thank you for hanging in there with us. Here's to a great Denver Comic Con 2013. I want to send a big shout out to Amy and uh, Tsunami Marketing. Just absolutely great. Can't wait for Denver Comic Con 2014. I am Slick McFavorite. And I am Mrs. McFavorite. And we'll see you sooner rather than later. Hey guys, welcome to episode 87 of Open Your Toys Cast, the official Denver Comic Con 2013 episode! Yeah, Denver Comic Con! Uh, yeah, so we are Saturday. Um, we did the same thing we did for uh, Starfest. We did attend Friday night, but we brought the uh, BMF along with us and... Uh, yeah, trying to record with her just isn't the most productive way to get a cast done. Yeah, especially when she's on sensory overload. <laughs> is that a buddy Christ? Or is that I, a there's a Jon Snow from Game of Thrones. So we're sitting in the uh, kind of the main thoroughfare right now. So if you need to get to any of the meeting room or any of the panel rooms, I should say, uh, especially the main event center you're walking through here. So we're probably going to be throwing out some cosplayers that, you know, none of these Harley Quinns or Captain Americas or what's been really big here is Minecraft. Um, none of those. Those are normal. We're going to be throwing out some obscure ones as we see them. Uh, but yeah, so we are covering Denver Comic Con 2013 all weekend long. And not pregnant. And without baby. <laughs> all time yay <laughs> so that means we're going to be imbibing in our normal water bottle the way we love to do like to say nice fresh and hydrated um but uh yeah so let's talk about uh the haps so friday night we showed up and uh, a line around our entire convention, convention center. center so it was it was 
it was a mini version of SDCC. Our friends were standing in line and she texts me. She's like, it's literally around the building. And I'm like, we're brass bitches. <laughs> yeah, we, we walked up and uh, one of the security guards was helping somebody else. And they're like, so should we just follow this line around the building here? And he's like, no, it'd be better if you went the opposite way because it'll be faster to the end of the line if you go the back way. Um, but uh, again, one of the one of the perks and pluses. Like that's supposed to be a Pac-Man. Sweetie, they can't hear you unless you're talking into the microphone. I know. I missed two microphones. <laughs> um, so, uh, but luckily, press was a breeze this year. Uh, something they tried to do to alleviate the lines this year was they were going to have early badge pickup on uh, Thursday. And unfortunately, there was a printing uh, snafu, and none of the badges were ready. We were supposed, we were scheduled to go to a, uh, a pre-con media mixer where we were going to be able to uh, pick up our badges, try out the microbrew. They have, they have an exclusive microbrew yet again. It's called the Caped Brew Seder. It was all right. Yeah, I actually didn't like it too much myself either. It, it was a mix between a pale ale, but it was uh, it was uh, uh, brewed wheat style, and it just kind of got a weird taste to it, it in my like opinion. A, it was like a thick pale ale taste. Yeah, and I couldn't. I mean, it had the unfilteredness of a wheat. You know, it was it was a little thick in the in the body, but. Uh, but so uh it wasn't undrinkable and i am the one that says that it's undrinkable <laughs> so unfortunately we weren't able to pick up our badges ahead of time luckily uh we were able to just pop right in and get our badges of course we were running late as we were running late this morning as usual as we are always running late Mick favorite style. <laughs> exactly. There you go. Um, so the the big pull this morning was uh, to get here. Uh, George Case doing a panel at noon. Um, they are doing a, uh, a wristband system, so you have to be here early to pick up a wristband. We didn't get one. <laughs> yeah, we we got here about an hour ahead of time, and they were all sold out. But no, no big deal. We figured, right? No big deal. We uh, we were gonna go to one of the simulcast rooms, you know, because they were gonna simulcast it in three, maybe two, two to three separate rooms. Yeah. So you know, you know us. It it's cool if we can get into the same room that the famous person that breathe the same air they're breathing <laughs> but just to see them in our town talking to our people is good enough for me but uh because usually you know unless you're unless you're one of the first in line you're sitting all the way in the back and you're watching it on a telescreen anyways you know that's why you're just sharing the same air that they breathe. Exactly, exactly. If you got a good zoom on your camera or maybe you brought your binoculars, you can, <laughs> you can see them up close. But uh, so, uh, yeah, another snafu, no simulcasting. So I guess they didn't figure out how to run an internal video network, which isn't an easy thing, but it's also not, it's not like the first time somebody's done this. Or the engineer quit. Yeah, I guess that could be true, too. Um, because yet again, when we showed up, um, uh, line 
around the building. Uh, we didn't get really a status. We already had our badges, so we were able to just walk in. But, uh, I, I mean, I, they just, they severely, um, there, were, there were some numbers thrown out for yesterday that about 6,000 people got turned away just because they, they wouldn't even be able to get their badges until they closed. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, so that's why it made the news this morning. Yeah, well, and what I didn't even get until this morning was an email for all press to send it out to their outlets that uh, that yesterday was crazy. Today was going to be even more crazy. If you, if you wanted to get in, you know, what seems like if you wanted to get in before noon, you should have been here at 9 in the morning, you know, kind of thing. Um, but uh, unfortunately, we saw that too late. So any local listeners, we're sorry if we didn't get that warning out to you. Um, hopefully everything's good. You're, you're in the con. You're enjoying it. It is, it is, I mean, what would you say? Oh, there's a Megatron. G1 Megatron. That's. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, but, uh, I mean, what would you say? I mean, I would say, what, four times four or five times the size it was last year easy easy i mean because last year i remember oh sorry we were uh i was looking (laughs) stupid ipad um we were looking around i was like oh denver comic-con so little well yeah i mean they would have they would have barriers up you know they had separate corridors of um panel rooms but within uh, within three rooms, they would put up, you know, a, a fake wall so you can get into the back part of the convention center. Yeah, and the the exhibit hall where we were last year recording, they opened it up because we were having arguments of where it was that we were, and <laughs> everything looked so different. We were like, "No, we were over here," and I was like, "No, goddammit, we were in between these two walls. I know it." And he's like, "No, we were over here." <laughs> I mean, it is literally the the exhibit hall itself. So the main sales floor, artist alley, autographs is easily three three times the size it was last year easily uh you made a good point about uh kind of uh how they positioned the uh uh uh, food court last or this year yeah what was that oh yeah it looked just like (laughs) i'm like i don't know what you're talking about i make lots of points it's the ones that you actually catch is what i'm what i'm questioning questioning anyway yeah it looked just like celebration four five five celebration five um, I walked back, we walked back there and I was all, I feel like we're in Florida. <laughs> yeah. I mean, basically, um, it's very dense up front and then literally you walk 20 yards with nothing. And then way, way, way in the back is the food court, which at celebration we actually enjoyed. I, I mean, it was nice to just kind of get away from the craziness. It was quiet, you know? Well, wasn't that our con filled year? Wasn't that like yeah, the Yeah, that was the fifth? four cons in yeah. four cons in one year. Um, so again, so there's been some disappointments. It's it's just really growing pains. This is Flynn's arcade. There's a Flynn's arcade t shirt that I must find and get. Oh, those are easy to find, baby. eBay. 
I thought you were saying there's like a Flynn's Arcade cosplay. <laughs> like somebody had the the sign from the front of Flynn's Arcade or something. That that would be a little hard to not see. <laughs> Um, but, uh, I mean, it, it's just basically growing pains. I mean, again, I mean, I, I can't wait to hear some numbers on this. But, I mean, this is vastly different from last year. Vastly different. Um, and we're hoping we don't run into a lot of debacles. We were able to get into some harder-to-get-into panels last year with maybe an hour wait at the most. Oh, yeah, the True Blood one, we sat there for about an hour, and yeah. we were still able to get in. Exactly, and and, uh, and there were still quite a few people behind us that were able to get in, too. So it, we're hoping it, it doesn't get too crazy. Um, so uh, uh, theme for this Comic-Con, diaper butt. There are so many <laughs> full-body costumes uh, that are being worn by men that shouldn't wear them. So their, uh, their cod piece area basically looks like diaper butt. We've seen a uh, diaper butt lion-o. We've seen a diaper butt uh, he-man. Seen a diaper butt uh, skeletor. So picture like... You know, third, fourth grade um, Halloween costumes, <laughs> and then put it on an adult. <laughs> it, you know, if you're gonna wear a costume, don't half-ass it. That's all I gotta say. That's Mrs. McFavorite's theme for this year. Don't half-ass it. Um, but uh, so yeah, we just wanted to check in. It, it's the beginning of our Saturday. Um, we've got friends here. It's halfway through the day. Big <laughs> <laughs> favorite style. Um, <laughs> um, we've got friends here. We've got fellow uh, press outlets. Oh, here's a here's a thing that uh, is a little reminiscent of San Diego Comic Con, but actually even worse. Oh, look at the little Hulk. No. Oh, was that the same one we saw? No, no that's a different one. He's like a toddler, and he's all painted green. <laughs> you can see his little white diaper sticking out of the back. <laughs> I don't know what the little girl is, but she's cute, too. Yeah, I don't know what she is. I think she's just cute. I think she's just cute. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, so, we're kind of ready to get our, our shit started. We've got... What's nice is we don't have a table this year, so we're, we're covering the con from the floor um, the way it should be covered. And so we've got a, a non-stop panel lineup. Um, again, any con you go to, check out Guidebook. It is a lifesaver. It's pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, I've, I've already got my whole schedule. I've got reminders for everything. Hopefully I have service so I can get those reminders. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mrs. McFavorite passing judgment on everybody. And Mrs. McFavorite is actually in semi-cosplay. I'm cute. <laughs> she is a she is a Slytherin cheerleader prep rally, I'll say. Because you actually don't have, like, the cheerleader skirt or pom-poms, but... Yeah, I, I had the skirt, and then I got fat, and then I got mad and threw the skirt away, so... 
We're going to get the skirt for Comic-Con. <laughs> but she looks ultra sexy. We'll, put, we'll take some pictures and post those up. And, uh, and of course, we already got some really great cosplay. Um, we're not going to, uh, you know, overload your feed with the same old, same old. We're always on the lookout for those uh, uh, really smart, really cute, ingenious, creative cosplays that aren't half-assed, right? I might make some of those in just say no. We'll pull, we'll pull some action figure blues uh, style and we'll throw them some red cards. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, if you're not a, a football fan, uh, i.e. the rest of the world football fan, a uh, red card gets thrown when, when you get a real serious foul. And we have seen some real serious fouls so far. And we've only been here for a half an hour. Well, now 45 minutes. Yep. <laughs> All right, guys. So this is our first part of our Denver Comic-Con 2013 coverage. I am a Slick McFavorite. And I'm Mrs. McFavorite. And we will definitely see you sooner rather than later. And actually, probably not later rather than sooner. <laughs> Peace. Bye. <laughs> All right. Oh, that scared me. <laughs> All right. Well, we're back. We're at the end of the day now. We didn't record at all during the day. We, it was a busy day. We didn't really do much, but it was a busy day. Oh, God. Yeah, we did a lot. Well, not. I guess you're right. Not to, did a few panels and that's about it. We did a lot of walking to panels that we didn't get into. <laughs> yeah. This shit is spread out this year. Spread the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, hurry all the way over to the other end of the, the fucking city. <laughs> oh, they just gave up the last seat. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So we did. Uh, what's nice is we did have VIP access through the, our media badges. So any place there's a vip line we were in it we got to see will we he really put on a, a geek sermon really I like liked it. he made me cry <laughs> he made me cry i know i was watching we got the sniffles i had the i had the super t- oh. super drops <laughs> um let's see i also got to go see phil lamar um, we went to the Twin Galaxies, so that's uh, the uh, world record website. Oh, is this uh No, this isn't us. Um, so, uh, and that one was so goddamn boring. They just played really boring, bad cuts from the movie, and then uh, proceeded to walk everybody through a tour of their website. Yeah, I got a nap. It was, it was a good nap. <laughs> I felt good. Which means Mr. McFavorite literally just had my shoulder in the same place for 45 minutes. <laughs> yep. So right now we're just waiting for our train back. As you can hear. Yeah. And not hear me. <laughs> this one isn't unfortunately ours. It's quite the wrong part of town, but the next one. The next one will be ours. Yay! Going home. I'm tired. So we didn't really, uh, we didn't do the floor again. No shopping for me. I'm very proud of myself. Uh, but we did, we kind of walked it with a friend of ours. 
um, that she hadn't really seen a show floor like that before. So uh, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. I went through the exhibit hall twice, one with her and then one with her boyfriend. <laughs> so you got a big dose of it. I got a super dose. I haven't been in there enough. I need to be looking at toys. We I guess I looked at some, but. Yeah, we got to bypass the retarded line to get into the exhibit hall. I don't think that's very PC. I'm sorry, ridiculous, stupid line. <laughs> it likes to call it, uh, let's see, uh, uh, peoplely challenged. Would that be uh no. A line that was Some out of control. That was running the. <laughs> oh, it's okay. So. I said I was going to talk about this thing. Oh, here we go. Yeah. So my main complaint about this whole fucking convention is they don't check the bags oh, when God. you're getting your tickets and when you're walking into the convention. They're like. Oh, let's just let everybody walk around the convention. But if they want to go to the exhibit hall, no, 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 no. We're going to check your bags there. So anybody who wants to go to the exhibit hall has to wait in line for 45 fucking minutes for two people standing on the other end to look at your bag. Really? Really? That is the fucking most ridiculous thing ever. That is... Okay, he's taking the mic away. I'm like, rant over. Okay. I've been hearing about this all day, folks. You're lucky you only had to hear about it for a minute and a half. Oh, it's so stupid. It's so stupid. I. But uh, all in all, good day. We got to hang out with uh, 303 Ninja, 303 underscore Ninja on the Twitters. Josh, he kicked it with us. Those good times. Yeah. 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 Um, good times. Yeah, it was it was good. So we are making it early night. Uh, the one kind of uh, real geeky thing that's happening tonight is they're doing a Mystery Science 3000 style uh, version of Masters of the Universe. Um, but unfortunately, we've already seen it. We've seen the same team. Yeah. Uh, we've already seen the same team do this movie. So I'm sure it's not going to be too much different. But... Uh, so yeah, that was uh, that was day two of the good old Denver Comic Con 2013, and we will see you much sooner rather than later. Or later rather than sooner. Peace. <laughs>